Welcome back, everyone, to episode 16 of The Unforgettables with your hosts, Rafi Husseini and Ahmed Chima. Today, we are going to be... Hold on, man. You got to get the name right at least. Ahmed Chima. No, no. The podcast name. The Unforgettables. The Forgettables. Not Unforgettables. All right. All right. Let's run it again. Let's run it again. Yeah, let's do it again. Go ahead. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 16 of The Forgettables with your hosts, Rafi Husseini also, and Ahmed Chima. It's episode 17. Wait, are you serious? Yes. Nice. All right. Take three. <laughs> All right, take three. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 17 of The Forgettables with your hosts, Rafi Husseini and Ahmed Chima. Today, we're going to talk about energy. As you can notice from my such enthusiastic introduction right now, I have a lot of energy. So, Chima, what is your take on energy and how it plays a role in creating content, creating podcasts, and like basically anything we do in life? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, what I want to start off by saying is that anytime you want to take an action, it requires energy. So there's Newton's laws of physics, right? So if you guys know or are familiar, I haven't studied science in a long time, so I might butcher this, but like the first one is, or the second one, there's like the, the first three are like, an object in motion will stay in motion unless acted upon by an outside, like by another force, right? Now the opposite is also true. If an object is not in motion, it will stay not in motion until acted on by a force of, you know, whatever. So if you are like not doing anything, and you want to start doing something, you have to put some force into it, right? And so you need to take energy and push in that direction. So you'll start noticing like, if you wanna do anything, it requires a certain amount of energy, right? I think what's really important in life is not necessarily managing our time, but also managing our energy, right? So I know at certain times of the day, I'm more energetic. And that's why I need to plan around those times and the important decisions and things that require more energy. I need to plan around that time, right? The other thing is like, understand the foods that we eat, like what gives me energy and what takes energy away from me? What are the social settings? Like, am I an extrovert, introvert? Like when I go to meet with people, does it take energy away from me or does it give me energy, right? When I'm doing this podcast, does it take energy away from me or does it give me energy, right? Understanding energy for yourself and it's different for everyone. It's not one size fits all kind of thing, but I think understanding energy and then planning around energy management is very important. And now let me bring it back to the podcasting. You can't come on a podcast, be a podcast host, for example, and just have no energy, right? One of the things that we know is that if I'm passionate about something, that is contagious. So if someone's listening to me and I'm passionate about something, people will also start kind of feeling that passion for that thing, right? Now, if you're going to be passionate about something, it's going to use up your energy. You can't just be passionate about things all day long. And then at the end of the day, you still have, you know, a bunch of energy to do everything else too, right? It, it, you have a limited amount of energy and it's up to you to figure out how to use that to do the things you're trying to do. Now, let, Ruffy, let's talk a little bit about podcasting in particular. Um, how, what's your experience been? Like how, what's, what are some best practices for managing your energy? 
So one of the things that I would definitely, definitely say to all our listeners out there is that you need to have a really, really fresh mind. You need to be fresh. And I don't mean like, like fresh, like, you know, you just woke up kind of fresh, you know, you have to either like caffeinate yourself, drink an energy drink, or even for some people, a nap, you know, really good nap works. If you know that your podcast is in the evening, for example, for myself, my podcast are usually recorded at night. So I need to have some dose of caffeine or like some kind of like a power nap to make sure that I am fresh on my podcast. You know, so I think one of the first thing I would say some t- uh, as part of the tips is that be fresh, you know, do whatever you need to take a nap, be caffeinated, take an energy drink, do whatever you need to just stay fresh, you know? And number two, I would say that always, always, always have your podcast, at least from my experience, on a day where you're not too fatigued or exhausted. Again, this goes to splitting energy into two segments. You know, once you when you have the mental energy and once you, when you have the physical energy, you may not be doing a lot of physical work that day, but if you're in front of a computer, attending meetings, attending a lot of, you know, listening to a lot of things, doing a lot of work that drains you mentally, and if podcasting is the last thing on that day, then that's just going to be a, a big no-no for you. Even if you drink caffeine or even if you drink any energy drink, your brain is still going to fight against you because now you're mentally drained and now you're pushing your brain beyond its, beyond its capability for that specific moment. So the point number two, I would say is that try to schedule your podcast on a day where you don't have as much work and where you know that if it's in the evening or even if it's first thing, well, if it's first thing in the morning, then you're really on the safe side. You don't have to worry about it because then you'll be done when you'll be fresh. But if it's in the evening, then you, you're better off doing it on a lighter day. That way you have a fresh mind before you even need to have more energy going into it. So these are some of the two tips that come to my mind. And just, just to follow up on one thing, when I talked about mental and physical energy is that it's very important for you to have a balance between both. You know, a lot of times, again, I can only speak for myself and then Chima, maybe you can touch upon the points from your side as well. But for me, uh, as the praise of God, Alhamdulillah, I have enough energy throughout the day to do a lot of things physically. You know, a lot of things physically. Like I can, I can go on, I can play sports for hours. I can just do multiple things for hours. But I realized that for me, mentally, if I am tapped out, I'm tapped out. And that correlates into me not being able to do anything physically. So you got to find a balance where your mental energy, I would say, is taking care of more rather than your physical energy. Because if your mind is not able to cope up, if your mind is not in a state of uh, in, in a state of freshness or it's, it's not energetic when you're doing any action, then it will follow to, towards your body and your body is going to give in to your mind. That's just the, the power of mind, you know? So these are just some things to keep in mind that you got to have that balance and you're, you should focus more on keeping your mind fresh rather than focusing only on your physical abilities or physical energy being top-notch. Yeah, 100%. Rafi, you have a fitness podcast. Why don't you touch on the diet and the exercise element of uh, keeping energy sustained. So real quick to give the audience some more context, um, when you kind of cut out sugars and caffeines and stuff like that, you, you get a more sustained energy, right? And then if you are also working out, that also gives you like a more sustained energy. Like, I don't know that much about it. That's why I'm not going to give you any more than that. But Ruffy, I know you can probably touch on that a little bit. Can you, uh, like right now for me, I know, like I have swings of energy. Like sometimes I have energy and then I'll crash like 
five minutes later and I just can't do anything. So why don't you touch on how to get that sustained energy? Right. I think it's very important to understand that what you eat plays a huge role. I know Chima earlier when you opened the podcast, you mentioned that, that, you know, sometimes the food that you eat, it makes you feel a certain way. So it's really important for you to realize what you're putting in your body. Now, when I say that, it's, it's more so the nutrients that come with all the food. For example, you can be a really healthy person and you can eat pizza every single day versus you can be a really healthy person. You eat salads and like a balance of everything every single day. You will notice that when you're eating pizza or any of that kind of food every single day, it's going to make your body feel very, very lethargic, very, very lazy because that's like just calorie dense food. And it's not as nutrient dense. You know, there's a difference between calorie dense versus nutrient dense. Calorie dense is just like plain calories. You know, it's probably like higher in carbs, higher in fats, not much in fiber, not much in other vitamins. But nutrient dense food is the food that you really need to look at, which is your, your greens, your veggies, your, your fiber, your, your rice, your carbohydrates, everything that basically comprises for our body to be in a healthy shape and condition. So for, again, I know, I, I know this is kind of like, you know, narcissistic and self-obsessed, but I really can't relate to anyone else but myself is for the most part, I try to eat a clean diet, a diet that consists of fruits, vegetables, everything that's healthy and everything that's nutrient dense. But there are certain days that, you know, of course, I want to enjoy life too. So I eat like my burgers, pizza, ice cream, whatever it is, you know, junk food. I've realized that the next day, the, okay, forget even the next day, the, the, very same, the very same night, my body goes into a food coma. It's because I eat so much food that, first of all, I'm not used to that kind of food. That's, that plays a factor. Number two, it's just all greasy, oily food. Like my body's not used to it. My body's going to like not want to fight against it. They're just kind of give in because it's just too much overloading the food with unnecessary, unnecessary dietary options that you don't really need to on a regular basis. So it really plays a role when it comes to energy. You may have like a pizza night or ice cream night, whatever it is. When you wake up the next morning, you're going to feel lazy. You're going to feel slow because of all that overdose of sugar, all the overdose of extra carbs. And one basic source, I would say, for energy, for anyone with a healthy mind, healthy body, and trying to get into, you know, having an energetic state is that you need to have sufficient carbs in your diet, good carbs, you know, like rice, brown rice, quinoa, bread, all these are good carbs. And they make your body, they fuel your body. Carbs are the preferred and the most efficient source that your body needs for fuel and fuel is needed for energy day-to-day functions your body burns calories on a day-to-day basis so these are just a few things to keep in mind when you're approaching your diet you know you don't need to be a person who works out every single day you don't need to be a person who's like crazy about fitness all the time but if you just tweak some things on your diet try to eat the most nutrient dense food for the most part you will see that how fresh your body is and how energetic your mind is going to be. Yeah, those are good points. And I know you touched that, you touched on that stuff a little bit on the, uh, the podcast too. So if you guys are interested in learning more in, uh, about that kind of thing, check out Ruffy's podcast, 2325Fitness. Um, is there anything else you want to touch on, Ruffy? No, that's it. I would just, just to, to close it off, I mean, my closing statement, and you can close it off as well, is try to and again the biggest thing sorry i completely forgot to get your energy levels to where they're supposed to be sleep i know chima you're, you you differ with me on this but personally personally 
I think, and I have, this is what I work for a lot of people, is that getting sufficient amount of sleep, either in either for your night, you get your seven, eight hours, or throughout the day by mini naps. But you need your body needs sleep. If you deprive your body of sleep, no matter what you do, it is the basic essential need that your body is required to have. And if you don't give your body enough rest, then you're never gonna have the energy you need. So uh, sleep and diet play a huge role in how your energy uh, levels are on a day-to-day basis. No, Rafi, I don't disagree with the sleep being important. Where I disagree is that some people use sleep as a cop-out to actually not take action, right? And so they'll say, oh, I can't do this or that, the other thing, because I need 12 hours of sleep or something like that, something ridiculous, right? Some research study they read, uh, and they're like, I need, I need to have this in my life, but I also need to have sleep. It's just like, dude, like if, if you're using sleep as an excuse to not do something and you're complaining about it, that's not, you're, you're just kind of, uh, you're just being the victim in the scenario, right? You're not being the hero. You're not taking ownership and that kind of thing. So I don't disagree. Like, I think sleep is important and sleep is, uh, like, essential to recovery you you're gonna kill yourself if you don't sleep right so yeah don't don't downplay the importance of sleep but at the same time don't use sleep as an excuse to not do stuff right so that's uh that's my two cents on it oh definitely definitely all right everyone thank you so much for listening we'll see you next time thank you